0: authority123.com brings you authority nation season two stories of impact super excited to be with matt billington here today from agency x welcome to authority nation season two thank you good to be here let's uh, fast forward a little bit and let's talk about one of your clients so this is all about impact mm-hmm. impacting lives so through the work you're doing at agency x or before you come up with the agency x Mm -hmm. model tell a story you don't have to mention names if you don't want to about a client's life you impacted in some way through your work
1: yeah i'll take a little bit of a spin impacted both business but also the outcome of now what we're doing with them so probably about at the end of last year it was the end of last year and a client of mine uh, the new zealand center for gifted education so they're a organization that supports gifted and talented learners across new zealand um, providing additional support one day schools all that sort of stuff they've been a client for a long time and justine who runs that's a good friend of mine now and we kind of got together and went there's got to be more we can do here. The neurodiversity space in New Zealand, one in five Kiwis have some form of neurodiversity. And, you know, whether we like it or not, it, it's a big part of our society. It's mm-hmm. somewhere between 320 and 360,000 school kids in New Zealand have some form of neurodiversity. Wow. Um, which encapsulates autism, ADHD, dyslexia, giftedness, dyspraxia, kind of all of those. And we said, there's got to be more we can do here. We're constantly battling against both government, both private and public sector for funding, for awareness, to run these sort of campaigns to support these learners. So Justine and I kind of got in a room and birthed this concept called what we called the Young Neurodiversity Champions. So we ran a campaign, I love that name. which we've yeah. been running now for the last <clears throat> eight months with 15 phenomenal young people from across Aotearoa. But we basically ran this nationwide campaign going, if you're young and you're neurodiverse, we want you and we want you to work with us to fundamentally change the education system here in New Zealand. So we ran this campaign, we brought these 15 young people together, and at the same time we brought together ADHD New Zealand, Autism New Zealand and the Dyslexia Foundation of New Zealand and said the four of these big neurodiversity organisations we're all doing amazing work but we're doing it in silos. Yeah. We're not like for the f- however long we can remember we've never collaborated properly. So what we've now done is, and this is being led by Justine, is the what we call the NIE coalition. So the Neurodiversity Education Coalition. Okay. So we have brought these organizations together to go, we can do so much more if we work together. So they're backing our champions who are running campaigns all across Aotearoa now, bringing awareness to it. But at the same time on the 7th of June, so coming up really soon, we're launching our our first white paper which we've presented to the Minister of Education already, but presenting it to the world, which is basically our three-point plan on how to fundamentally change the education system to ensure that every young person in New Zealand has access and has the resources they need to thrive in our system. We've got all the stats to show productivity loss, incarceration rates, mental health, wellbeing, all of that stuff, but fundamentally putting that aside anyway Education is a fundamental right. We all should have the right to an education system that works for us. Absolutely. And the system that's currently in place doesn't work for at least one in five people. Yeah, it's archaic. Yeah. Very archaic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is huge. So we've It's not a little thing. It's not a small undertaking. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been working
1: with them both, a bit of paid work and a whole lot of pro bono work with them to basically bring this campaign to life and sort of work closely with all the different organizations on that concept and lots of collaborators in the space, not just us. There's people from all over Aotearoa that are, that are throwing in their hand and going how can we support what can we do but yeah fundamentally working with them to, to change education in, in New Zealand and yeah. we're just about to put together our briefing for whoever the incoming minister will be and it's not a big ask funding is there and the systems that we're showcasing work we have the stats to say this works when we can operate it it works mm-hmm. we just now need the initial funding to roll it out nationwide and once we can roll it out we know that it's a self-sustaining model that it needs a one-off funding model of over kind of a few years to get it kick-started and then once it's operating it will fund itself Self-fund. for the rest of yeah for
0: the rest of eternity man fantastic yeah. man yeah what a great initiative that's yeah. awesome yeah yeah cool what watch the space I've been looking forward to this one this lady to my right is an absolute ball of energy. Please stand up and give a, a warm welcome uh, to Very Craft, speaker and coach from Intelligent Inc. Welcome to Authority Nation.
2: Thank you for having me, I'm excited. <laughs>
0: Season two, let's get down to business. This could be your current role, yeah. okay, or it could be a previous role. Talk to me about a client's life that you've impacted working with them, like where were they? Where are they now? What transformational effect yeah, have it? Cool. Yeah, cool.
2: I've got an example who's actually, it's pretty recent. My amazing client, Daria Williamson, who some people might know. So she was the first ever person to go through our Better Book project, which is where we teach people how to write their books mm-hmm. and how to leverage them. And I'd known her for a little while beforehand and thought she was amazing. Um, and so when we created this, I was like, you got a book in you, maybe? Uh, and she's like, I've always wanted to write a book. Wow. Like, since I was a child, I've wanted to write a book. And so we brought her in. And when she started out, she knew that she wanted to write a book about strengths. she just created this thing called the Strengths Deck, but she had no idea how to approach it. She was feeling really overwhelmed. She wasn't sure how she was going to leverage it. And she'd been talking about it for ages and still hadn't done anything. And so, she went through our program and actually for a lot of that, I wasn't even there. So, I can't even take that much credit because uh, I was on maternity leave for a good portion of it. But I'm going to take credit because I designed the course. So, you know. There
3: <laughs> um, we go. With the she others.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, with Christina yeah, and Dave Christina. from my team. But they were the ones who did the coaching. But so, she went through this program and she launched her book earlier this year and it has been so cool to see what an impact it's already had. So, firstly on her confidence. Yeah. She has said she's so much more confident going into sales conversations or pitching to bigger organizations because she's like, well, I wrote the book on it, so of course I can talk about it. (laughs) Um, So she's so much more confident. Literally wrote the book. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I literally wrote the book. She's so much more confident. She's been getting huge amounts of attention in terms of her LinkedIn and her other platforms because she's got this book that she's been able to leverage. And then recently she sent me a message, which was the coolest thing. She sent saying, I've just heard from someone multinational company Um, they're over in somewhere in Europe I can't remember where and they want me to pitch for a series of virtual seminars basically so I think it was like 10 seminars and when you look at what those are worth probably minimum a couple of grand each Mm -hmm. all of this and she was like couldn't find a connection like they were third plus connection on LinkedIn I couldn't find any way that they found me and when I asked about it he said one of my teams just read your book.
0: No way! Yeah.
2: So wow. <laughs> isn't that so cool?
0: <laughs> that so is epic. So I was epic. so
2: excited because it showed that like her book was just able to take her places that she what, has not been able na- to. What's the name of her book? It's called Unleash Your Awesome, Ooh. and I would thoroughly recommend everyone reads it. It's an amazing book. Unleash Your I have read Awesome. It and implemented. Yeah.
0: Great name. That's a great title. Yeah, it's yeah. a
2: really cool title, and yeah, it's been so cool to see. Because for her, it was about helping as many people as possible. And so the fact that now people are reading it in Europe that she's never met, that she has no connection with, like that's freaking awesome in and of itself. And then the fact that it's also turning into work. Yeah. like that's the dream win.
0: And probably like going forward a few years from now Looking back, I imagine the biggest win Would have been the confidence That mm-hmm. she gained from it And then the connections that that confidence afforded her
2: Totally,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah Yes, cool, cool Ladies and gentlemen I'm sitting here with the man, the myth, the legend Mr. Glenn Marvin uh, Managing Director at Connect the Dots Glenn, welcome to Authority Nation Season 2, mate
3: so good to be back, my friend. Yeah, this is
0: round number two for us. Mm-hmm. Um, let's dive into random encounters with strangers. So, again, about impact. A stranger impacted your life or mm-hmm. you impacted a stranger's life? Tell me the story. Oh,
3: there are so many of these, but I oh, <laughs> will. I'm going to stick to business again. Somebody that's impacted me. And I really only figured out the significance of it last year. Again, I'll go back to that same role that I was in when I had no idea what I was doing around the board table. I was running a company called Tech Rentals. It was owned by a VC firm out of Melbourne, Australia. And I was just learning the ropes as far as growing a business, building a business, leading a business. And they sent me on this two-day course in Sydney with this random dude, who was pitching himself as the growth guy and he had developed this, you know, system structure process and, you know, he thought he was pretty cool and far out. That was 17 years ago. Wow. And it resonated so deeply with me because I was a guy that as a fairly good communicator, I force structure on my chaotic brain so that, discipline beats the execution piece, right? So I, I knew that I needed structure in my life to be able to run these businesses because otherwise I would just go on random tangents. And this business operating system that he had developed, um, scaling up, I became just like an avid practitioner. And so every role that I went into, every business, business that i ended up running or now own i was implementing some of these gold nuggets that i picked up in 2006.
0: that that model that from you know, this guy yeah. Dern harnish
3: <laughs> i used to steal as much information off the internet for free and try and half ass it and it freaking worked and i've had a pretty lucky and pretty good run but it was backed by that encounter and the systems, the structure, and the process that he introduced me to. And it was really only in the last, I'll say two years that I really understood the value of it. And then last year, to the the point where (laughs) I, I was ripping that stuff off so much that their lawyers actually Reached out and went. You've got to stop doing this. Mate. Oh, really? This, you're, Seriously, this is breaching copyright. You are <laughs> you, sh- you cannot be pushing this out there. But I was such an avid uh, like champion of it, but I just couldn't justify paying for it. But I ended up. Um, I was running workshops. Yeah, yeah Of yeah. which you guys actually came yes, to one of these. Yeah. And so I ended up getting in one of their certified practitioners, one of their certified coaches and to actually run those sessions as a little bit of a compromise because I was like, well, shit, I don't want to go to court. And this guy really knows his shit. I've, I've looked up to him for years. That was um, Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, And all it did was reemphasize just how powerful this, this stuff was. Long story short, I ended up biting the bullet and investing the tens of thousands of dollars that you need to to go out there and get certified, and that's what I sort of help a lot more businesses with now is actually implementing it with all of that system structure and process behind me. So February this year, I, I met him again, and I told him the story, and he was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're just another one of those people that I threatened to take to court. <laughs> but I'm glad to have you on the team now, and welcome back into the fold.
0: Yeah, ah, uh, nice, nice, Yeah epic man that's yeah. that's yeah yeah unreal
3: so many different stories trail running nearly dying on Everest there are so many different things that could I could tell about unpacked, but like let's, that, let's, let's had a let's, 17 year run yeah and for me is probably the most transformational as as far as me goes
0: let's break the rules give us one more talk about almost dying on Everest
3: oh, not climbing the mountain okay um, so you, you two, almost died at base camp yeah. 2008, I separated from my wife. 2009, as most men do when they get divorced and in their middle age, so they uh, decide to do something stupid. And I was going to go and run a marathon on at Everest Base Camp. And it's a two-and-a-half-week trek to the start line. <laughs> and there's 50% oxygen <laughs> there at, oh, at base man. camp than there is at sea level. So you can hardly breathe or anything like that. And me... I'll say fairly newly single and like in a drink got into Nepal. I had raised a whole bunch of money for an orphanage that's run by another amazing Kiwi lady and helped out there. The day before we were supposed to leave on this expedition up to base camp, there was a leaving party for one of their team. And so of course I went out and it ended up being an all night bender. Crawled out of a back alley casino playing blackjack with the local mafia um, at seven o'clock in the morning. No Turned way. up to registration off my face and had been drinking and eating all of the local food all night. Picked up some chronic bug, and so I and you're at the start line of a marathon. I, I was at the start line yeah. of the start of the trek oh, for of two the start and of and the trick weeks to get to the marathon. <laughs> could hardly even get Uh, up each day and i literally lost 12 kilos in two and a half weeks getting to the start line and i wouldn't have even contemplated getting out of bed if i was in in new zealand to to even go to work let alone run a freaking marathon and there was a big avalanche the night that we're supposed to start damn near froze to death that night but that marathon took me normally would be well under four hours close to the three or whatever and things mm-hmm. like that I would take to run a marathon that took me nine and a half hours. And there were times where people were literally picking me up from the side of the trail, forcing fluids down me and staying with me until somebody else could come along to make sure that I could get to the next aid station. Um, but you
0: kept going. and
3: that was it. and that for me was looking back do you think that was I shouldn't have done that I was playing off stupid yeah yeah, stupid but amazing life lesson in regards to the power of the mind over the body Mm -hmm. and again a life lesson on when whether or not you think you can or you can't you're probably right yeah and there was no way anything was going to stop me and I've Taken that lesson in life and in business. And that's probably helped feed that other one of push yourself beyond the limit yeah. of what you think that you are capable of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's often that last stretch, that last mile where it's yeah. like, yeah, it's that I'm um, so uh, imposter syndrome, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You can do it. Unreal. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Awesome, mate. Thanks for coming on. Always good. That's all we have today. If you haven't subject, visit authority123.com and get notified when the next episode drops. And just remember, like, while you're out there doing your own thing this week, next week, you influence people. You have the power to impact someone's life. Keep an open heart and an open mind. Until the next one, take care.